Welcome back to class, my favorite, favorite students to the Weebology podcast. I am your soulful professor, Ricky. <laughs> and I am your chillin' AF professor, Ethan. Oh, I love to hear it. Love to hear it. You know, I feel soulful. I got the music in my heart for this very, very special episode that I, I couldn't have been more excited to do. It was an absolute blast. Ethan, we had some special guests on. Some of the most specials. Yeah, I dare say it was an absolute a b- b- banger of an episode. Yes, and what we did was we interviewed the administrators and moderators of Anime Soul, the largest anime Discord in the world. With My nearly 250,000 active users. And in the even just in the time we did the interview... 60,000 plus were online at that moment, blowing up the chat, listening in on the interview. It was it felt very communal and I it was a really, really interesting experience and I, I couldn't have loved it more. Yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, guys, this was a banger. Um, definitely go check out everyone in this in this uh, call and also the Anime Soul Discord at the end of this episode. But uh, just really quick, we did want to say there is a super dope giveaway at the end of the episode. So make sure you listen to the whole thing and mm-hmm. find uh, out find out how you can get in on that sweet giveaway action. And uh, before we do play this interview, there's a little disclaimer, you know, with an inter- with a uh, interview with a community this big, people are popping in and out and there's a lot of discord discord noises and notifications. And I guess it'll be a good indicator to show you just exactly how active this community is at any given moment for sure so we will uh come back near or at the end of the episode and kind of give our thoughts on the interview and all that stuff but uh until then let's get right into it Welcome back to the Apology. Thanks, y'all, for coming back to class. I am your Professor Ricky. And I am your other Professor Ethan. And today we have a very, very special episode. We are talking with the Anime Soul Discord folks, and we are going to run down introductions from the top of the list of this VC. Casey, why don't you start us off? What's up? Uh, I'm Kazzy. I'm a global moderator. Yeah. All right. I'm a global moderator in Anime Soul, and I am excited for this. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me happy to hear. Yeah, good to hear. (laughs) And next we have Kappa. Hey, everyone. How's it going? It's me, Kappa. I'm a global moderator for Anime Soul. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Dude, it's good to have you here. And the man we've been contacting with and making sure that this all actually happens is Mitsuki. Hey, how's everyone doing? I'm founder of Anime Soul, and I'm looking forward to this uh, podcast. And that's everyone else who is not muted right now. So, uh, thank y'all for thank y'all for being here. So, I guess it would make sense just to kind of start. Can you tell everyone that's listening what is Anime Soul, and you know where did this all start? So Anime Soul is um, a community that was that went through various uh, phases, you know, throughout the years. Um, it started off with Jazz and Gibbs, who are the owners of this community. 
and they've been running communities for you know 10 years or a little bit over that and um yeah so when i say they've been running communities it's not necessarily just you know messages or um through messenger apps they used to develop websites and run their own websites and most of the time they developed on um, anime communities and so far their most successful work is anime soul itself and anime soul was founded with a group of friends in late 2018 but this discord was created in 2017 and it was created exactly on march 13 2017 and it used to be yeah go ahead sorry no no no. i was gonna say like so you're telling me that this started i would say maybe let's say three years ago maybe four years ago and uh, how how big has it grown now because i was scrolling through the names and just from the time we started talking to each other on this vc I couldn't even get to half of the bottom. So, yeah, so how large has it gotten now? Yeah, so um, since we started, right, uh, the owner, you know, got a Steam. He he bought a Steam uh, group from Steam, right? And during the time Discord came out, he took advantage of, you know, announcing it on Steam, the Discord. And from there, we grew slowly, slowly. We we hit, you know, just in several months, we've, we've hit like tens of thousands of members. And you could see the significant amount of growth like throughout the months. Um, we hit 100, I think we hit 100K last year, only last year, like, no, no, yeah, too, late late 2018, we hit 100K. Um, and so you felt like this has gone kind of exponentially up since then yeah and and okay. since then it just blew up yeah damn okay i mean it's it's insane you said you only hit a you know a hundred thousand within a year and then a year later you guys are up to like 200 plus thousand and and not only that like we we keep hitting the cap there's a cap if you guys didn't know on discord servers you can't go over 250k and oh. We yeah, we did not do that. <laughs> Why did? Uh, what, Ethan? Do you know how many? Like, I dream of numbers like this, dude. Like, <laughs> dream. Imagine living in a world where, like, hey man, our biggest problem right now is that our Discord is too big. We keep hitting. <laughs> we keep hitting the cap that Discord will not allow us to go over this cap. Yeah, and we had to prune. We had to prune until, um, they told us that they'd increase the cap if we prune and that there's no more people. That so we're able had, to prune, you know, to see an activity. So you had a literal Discord purge, if you will. You had yeah. to actually cut away people because yeah. you were getting too large. That's insane. Exactly. I'm like, jealous. I'm jealous right now. Um, <laughs> it's mostly inactive people, right? People who you, don't log into Discord. Like, Discord tracks that, tracks all of that. So you know, when you hit that button, they remove only that population of people who don't log into Discord anymore. Wow. <laughs> and it makes sense, you know. It's unfair to increase the cap when there's people, you know, who aren't logging in 
you know. I mean, so, it's still insanely yeah. impressive to hit hit a two hundred fifty thousand person cap multiple times and have have the uh, actual website or you know company reach out to you and say, "Hey, you need to prune people because your your group is too big." That's, I mean, that's got to be an accomplishment, right? Yeah, it's a massive accomplishment. We're extremely proud of ourselves, our moderator team, our team in general. Just you know, putting in work every day. As you can, see, have y'all like went through our website? Yeah, I've I've perused for sure. I mean, there's a yeah. ton, right? It's like many, many channels. Cards I mean, on the table. Right now, I'm I've been doing it, and I've been impressed this entire time with what i'm seeing because it's my first time looking at anime soul website and mm. guys this is clean this is really clean it's a lot yes a group of developers and group of designers and a, a card team and we've we've we have a lot of like we're very organized when it comes to you know development and structure and that's what brought us so far you know and we still we still, you know, have that drive to grow. Even though we hit, we do hit the cap. Um, we want to <laughs> you make hit, sure you hit we, that cap, we maintain. So, yeah. so along those lines, what are all of y'all's favorite parts of the anime soul community? Okay, let's start from the top, Kaz. Yeah, let's let's head it up with Kaz. All right, cool. So for me, I love this community primarily for its members. Um, you know, we have all of these different chats, members chat, chill chat, anime chat, network chat, and we also have VCs. We have, you know, all those chills. We have squads that uh, people can join and talk in those chats, and we have a lot of chats. And once you find a chat that you connect with, for example, members chat, just a general chat, then you get stuck to it usually, and you find new people, you meet new people, and you just have a great time. If there's also the card game that a lot of people are into, which I personally like, I enjoy doing from time to time. It's not my biggest thing, of course, that's gotten me stuck on Anime So, but it's one of the biggest things that Anime So has to offer. So that is one of the best things that I believe gets me excited for Anime So because that constantly expands. I respect that. And, yeah, you're, de- you're definitely like, you are, as you guys grow, you are realizing that you now have the uh, pool of individuals that could find some kind of solace in this type of chat or a gaming chat or like this type of anime chat. And I'm scrolling through some of these and you guys really do get down to the nitty gritty. I mean, you even have like art, food, sports. I mean, that's, uh, listen, sports and anime fans in my experience don't necessarily have to go hand in hand. They don't mix that well, potentially. They don't mix that well, but you guys have an active sports uh, uh, that you know, just because of the sheer numbers you guys have, you've recognized that uh, this community has so many interests and so many different types of individuals that could benefit from that kind of thing. So I respect that; it's really cool. Um, so yeah. Uh, what about you, Kappa? What do you? Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you? What's your favorite part of this whole uh, anime soul ensemble? Honestly, I what I love doing is waking up in the morning, going into anime soul, greeting everyone with a good morning. Everyone responds back saying good morning as well it's a very respectful place i love everyone on the community also as well conversing with a lot of new people from around the world that come into the server as well and talking to vcs and have amazing things to say about each other as well as talk about anime and talk about their interests you can also as well connect with them and make friendships as well 
with these different types of people that you find coming to the server. I as well as what Cass said, I was intrigued into the card game. I've gotten really addicted to it. It's actually very fun as well. And it's so popular that as well as Discord has also written a blog about it. And I actually do have the link about it. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, can yeah, you get that link? That'd be yeah, really cool. With that and we'll yeah, throw it in the show notes. Right. That's so really cool. cool right now. That's amazing. Mitsuki, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mitsuki, like, again, I mean, this is kind of, uh, you know, it, would you, it, what would you say is your favorite aspect of the anime soul community of being involved with it for basically it's an life cycle see, see animal soul as a whole you know is is something that i truly care about um if i had to even be honest i live for animal you know it's something that a group of my friends and myself you know created together and we want to maintain it and and see it grow um even more than what it is right now we want to see it blow up you know and we want to maintain that and um you know a lot of things get me moving a lot of things inspire me the you know the different types of people that you meet um the crazy amount of talent you can see in people like uh all these it's a community full of you know different people and you can learn so much and it's it's just a great place you know to come together and it's toxic free um the moderators and and staff fairs are always available and responsive and um that's what gets me moving knowing that we have you know very um appropriate reasonable people helping out you know as well as the members you know they they're all you know following the rules and we make sure yeah. to keep keep people who just don't re- respect that out. It's just, that's what motivates me to keep going. So, I, yeah. I, I, I gotta say, the one thing I did, uh, what you just said was really poignant to me, was uh, the fact that it's toxic-free, and uh, you you keep it in a place of inclusivity, and that's something that I really resonate with personally. But a question I want to bring up along those regards, and we'll start back at the top with Cassie, is what's the most stressful part about your job? of you know kind of maintaining a community of this size i mean it, it it obviously it's a lot of hard work you guys put some serious effort into this what would you guys say is the hardest part of this game as moderating you say yeah moderating administrating just kind of keeping this the kind of environment and community keeping that, the wheels on the wagon so to exactly speak. <laughs> exactly um i think that for me myself it's really just time management because we all have our own lives you know, we're not here, here, here. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's personally time moderating itself. It can get stressful. Sometimes you need a break, you know, you know, and we also have to do with in real life stuff. So for me, time management plays a big role into the hardest part about moderating is because you get on, you know, you want to, you know, chill in the chat, you want to moderate. And sometimes you might not get the opportunity to do that because you're busy with your life. And also the stress, you know, over time, you know, you sometimes get insulted. Sometimes stuff like that happens, but you always have to keep a professional sort of attitude towards everyone. And, yeah, you know, you can get stressed yeah. out real easy if you're not, you know, if you're for me, I don't get stressed out as much as, you know, maybe someone else would. So 
over time, you just, you know, kind of build a tolerance to that. And that's the one thing that I think that is really kind of hard about moderating. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I, and I can imagine you you vibe with the sentiment that you don't want to have to do your job as a moderator, right? You 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 don't want to have to bring the hammer down. Yeah, you do yeah, it because I, you love it and you want, you know, you want the community to keep going. You want people to stay, you know? You want right, them to, right. you know, you know, just vibe, you know, chill. Get you know? along with others, you know, play nice. Yeah. Everybody be chill. Just hang <laughs> and relax. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Kappa, I mean, same question, man. Like what what do you think is probably your the most stressful part of your role in all this? Well, honestly, the most stressful part would be basically as well as what Cass said would be time management. That is very difficult, but thankfully we've got come around to this and we have perfect uh staff members from different parts of the region. We have uh, staff from Australia. We have staff from Asia. We also have different staff members, which fi- which actually does help. So if one of us actually doesn't need a break, one of those staff members can come in and help. So say if the American time zone, if everyone from there goes to sleep, we also have people from Europe that are up or people from OCE, Australia, that are up as well, moderating the Discord server. So honestly, I feel that the most possibly stressful part is basically exactly what Cass said is meeting new people, but just being insulted. We don't, we don't want to ban anyone. Banning, banning is not what we want to do, but of course it has to be enforced sometimes when they don't want to listen or if they're trolling to the extreme and it's causing other members distress or anything like that, we have to be involved. And it's, it's stressful seeing someone, you know, someone that could have been a good part of the community just turn out to be a troll and just, you know, just go off. You don't ever want to ban anyone. That's the, the last thing you ever want to do. You know, it's stressful seeing those types of people that could have enjoyed the community just come in here and try to destroy something that's so beautiful and something that was built from the ground up and has just grown over time. Yeah, I wow, that's yeah, I mean, that's fantastic answer. I mean, one of the one of the things that you bringing up, you know, trolling and stuff like that. I want to hear from you personally. Like, do you deal with trolls a lot in something this big, this inclusive um, or is it more of a one and done thing, more rare than you'd expect it to be? Because I think in the anime community, and especially on Twitter and things like that, you get a lot of you know flame wars and stuff like that Ooh, over you know yeah. who's stronger stuff like that. Is that the kind of thing you're talking about, or just like general you know troll? <laughs> just general trolling people that just come in just to join a VC and probably just put their mic up to their mouth and just mic spam. The, the, those types of trollings, you know. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, like we we do have troll, trolls coming in, but they get handled and they get handled, you know, rather quickly, pretty swiftly. Um and that's why majority of majority of the time you don't really see anyone um breaking the rules because our staff are always available. I mean it's it's just really impressive, right? You guys have scheduled very well with so many people um to have like a very large moderation team that is able to kind of nip things in the bud very quickly i think you know putting out fires in all these different channels must be like basically a full-time job so i love that you guys have split it up amongst everyone and kind of made it you know obviously a community (laughs) 
it's a teamwork thing like we wouldn't come thus far if it wasn't for everyone putting in that same amount of effort so um i did want to ask you some anime related questions now that you yeah that's why we got, we're all here yeah that's we got why the, we're uh, all here <laughs> hell yeah so uh have you guys noticed any any anime specifically that seems like everyone is just hyped on for this season this would be the summer 2020 uh anime season I'd even say go go as far as 2020, given yeah, 2020, you know, sure. <laughs> 2020 so far. Is there a certain anime that everyone is super lit on, super fire? I think ReZero for right now, because mm-hmm. the first episode just released. I can't talk about the episode. I don't want to spoil it for yeah, some no, people here. Or, but <laughs> oh, you, spoken like a true professional. Not, yeah. not, spoiling, not spoiling for the students out here, but I, I respect that. Yeah, ReZero is definitely super hype right now, and it's well, hopefully yeah. this season two is is gonna be as good as i remember season one being because i watched it personally when it like fresh came out and then it just kind of left my mind space for so long yeah and i'm me. really hyped that it's back yeah um, and there's also sao but i personally don't you know watch sao so <laughs> too much. Not too much. <laughs> man. i watch it but i don't do it too much you're you're in ethan's <laughs> camp now that's yeah, Ethan's yeah. camp right there I would personally say that the like the the one that I'm specifically waiting for is actually Demon Slayer to come out with that new movie as well announced. It's gonna yes. be a train or exactly like that. that's going on. Oh my god, I'm just so hyped about Demon Slayer. Everyone's talking about it as well. I can't well, wait. Let me get that. hot take. Let me let me get your thing on this. Would you have rather them put their time in releasing a proper season two earlier, or are you okay with this movie? Uh, concept being kind of uh, labeled as canon, you know, it is canon. It's from the manga, but mm-hmm. it's not a full season. So I mean, uh, it's just that arc, right? So it yeah, should, be yeah, right. Arc. I would okay. say that it would be okay, but you know, I would have loved to prefer, you know, seeing the episodes if they would have gone. On. You can literally get probably the whole arc just from this movie. So it would be more yeah. understandable to watch the movie because you would probably get everything in the hour or two hours that it gives you mm. the duration of the movie. They cut away the chaff. They just yeah, kind of exactly. kept kept, kept the real, yeah, yeah kept yeah. the real stuff. I feel I that. Mean, I, uh, I would imagine that this this specific movie you can't have too much training or anything like that. Like the the kind of vibe I was getting from the trailers is it's sort of like a mystery on a train. You know, some some villains oh, exactly. and stuff like that show up. Sort of like a, yeah. a Bacchino type vibe, obviously not quite so mystery, but I think, uh, you know, it standing alone as its own little movie, I think will actually be quite advantageous for such a semi short arc. Of course, even with now seeing Demon Slayer, honestly, I after watching the last uh, for the last episode of the last season, I went on Twitter and instantly I saw on Twitter that it was the number one talked about thing that was going on on Twitter was Demon Slayer. Everyone was giving their opinion and everyone liked it. So I can't wait. I'm so hyped up to see what the what the what's gonna what's gonna happen in the train arc, you know? For sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think why I brought that quick quick aside up is like the one thing that uh, uh pissed me off a little bit recently is me and Ethan have talked ad nauseum about the My Hero Academia season four take where it essentially had three episodes and then took a break for a movie. So I guess it, they could have done it worse, right? Like it, uh, Demon Slayer could have done it worse. 
where they could have started a new season and then just said we're gonna take a break for a movie and then came back to it but uh okay i'd buy it i think you actually make me want to go watch it yeah you gotta be thankful that they didn't put in any like fillers or anything like that true it was mostly a canon (laughs) yeah that's a good point you know i i you know i was I was just thinking about it as we were talking about it just now. I was like, well, maybe, you know, we did get extra content in the long run. I think, um, and and we've talked about this on the show, is when you're, you know, after a season fully airs and then you binge it, some of those, like, week-long gaps or two-week-long gaps don't really affect you as much. But when you're watching, you know, every every week and you're trying to, like, you're just so hyped for a show and then they kind of, you know, block you like that, you know, dog you, it starts, you're just like, oh, come on, man. I need more. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. the hell, man? Oh, I totally understand that because they just kind of goat you and then they, you know, they tease you a bit. How dare yeah. they? Exactly. <laughs> they just lead you on and then boom, they just give you all these fillers that you don't really want to see. Just, <laughs> right. Just typing up the inevitable that's about to happen. And, then they just and I mean, as much as we talk about, you know, current anime is fun to talk about but something i do want to hear from you guys uh you seem so passionate about your you know love for anime and your you know your history with watching anime over the years from the top uh let's start with cassie where where did you start your anime journey what was your first thing what is the what was the thing that did it for you that got you into anime code geos my boy yes (laughs) that is my favorite anime really yeah um what happened was one day i was just chilling and um one of my friends was like yo you should watch this and i was like what is it it's anime and i had previously heard about anime from my friend and i was one of those people that i didn't want to deal with it at all but (laughs) (laughs) he sent me code geos and i was like fine i'll watch it and i got hooked on code geos specifically i've watched that like 10 times since then that was way back like a few years after his release, like probably 2014, I'd say. And yeah, yeah, it got me hooked. I, I started watching other uh, stuff. Sakugo Nushano was my second, and I just kept on watching until I've you know gone to this point. Yeah, I love anime. That's awesome. <laughs> of, of all the, of all the of all the shows you could have picked, I mean that's just a stellar, stellar yeah, certified iconic platinum, <laughs> yeah. you know. I almost feel like you burned out with having such a legend as your first. You've been chasing, you've been chasing that high for years, trying to find something <laughs> that good. I know, man. It's hard. <laughs> you actually just said that reply like you meant it. Like, you're, oh yes, <laughs> yes. I know, I, dude. I, I am. I have been chasing that high. <laughs> that feeling uh, I got when I first watched it, I can never get back. Well, what shows came close? Uh, I'd have to look back at my list, honestly. Um. I feel like Death Note's pretty similar. You know? I haven't watched Death Note just yet. Oh my god! Yo, Death Note Whoa. was the shit. Yo, people be yeah, hating check on that Death out. Note. <laughs> does anime soul? Does anime soul at large know this? Did you just drop some info? And they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Wait, what? I got to finish Attack on Titan first. I screamed that here. So. God, this dude's ridiculous. Oh, Skipping all the good ones for the end. But I'm jealous. I'm jealous of you. You have those first True. times. I'll never get back. <laughs> I'll never have those again. Uh, but Kappa, first anime. What was the one that did it for you? Oh, man. I was a little kid. So this is when Cartoon Network was really b- big back in like 2005, 2004. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
I was past my bedtime, so Adult Swim comes on. Don't tell my parents, please. So I already have them on the phone. Tsunami <laughs> used to air on Adult Swim sometimes, so you would get to see a little snippets of uh, anime. So oh, the thing sure. that did it to me was Inuyasha, actually. Mm. Interesting, interesting concepts that actually came to mind, like watching these characters evolve and everything. A character that has a sword that dealt with things and everything. It looks so cool in the art perspective. I've never seen it. Because I was always so interested in cartoons, but seeing this kind of art and the way it was drawn, the way it looked in that kind of style that they made it look in. I was so interested in anime that I decided to look more on. And I had also as well relatives. I had brothers, older brothers. So I had an older brother come to me uh, asking me if I liked, you know, fighting. And I did. I told him I, I loved fighting, like watching fighting cartoons or fighting shows. Right, right. So he recommended me Dragon Ball Z. Nice. That's the one that did it for you, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I watched a ton of anime. Um, and from the beginning, I was obviously watching a lot at the same time. But I think the one that fully, fully hooked me had to be Dragon Ball Z. I think everyone like our sort of age um, yeah. has a similar <laughs> feeling. Yeah, yeah, I can agree. I could totally relate to relate. Watching these buffed up uh buffed up uh heroes save the world just because, you know, they would power themselves up as well. And you can see it. When I was a little kid, I really wanted to do that. So I tried to scream really loud seeing if my <laughs> oh, I mean dude, let's be real. We've we all, all tried have. to go super we all have, real. Yes. <laughs> totally all have. And then bringing it up to my friends and showing them because I have IRL my IRL friends didn't know what to watch. So I recommended them Dragon Ball Z. And we talk about it. We play the games. We play the gacha games, Dragon Ball Z, all these gacha games. We love. I love the series. I really hope they do continue because they're excellent. Yeah, man. Doing what they do. I know for me, I mean, um, I've told the story on our podcast before, but uh, my grandma, bah, way back when I was real young, um, she kind of like would watch me sometimes over the summers and see I'd watch like Pokemon and like, you know, the four kids animes that would make its way over to the States and she bought me a, a DVD box set of Yu Yu Hakusho. And I don't think she understood what she did in that moment because I watched it and my mind melted into a puddle. And I, to this day, uh, believe that that was the moment. I mean, I've seen Dragon Ball Z up to that point in Pokemon, but it was Yu Yu Hakusho that did it for me. And that's I, another uh, gold one. That's a oh, really good one. <laughs> uh, Togiashi, uh, like. Oh, Tagashi, Tagashi, the one who did Hunter x Hunter as well. Fan, like literally one of the best storytellers in anime. But um, yeah, I want to also uh, Mitsuki. I want to hear what uh, what's your uh, what's your OG? What is your first anime that you saw that really yeah. that really made you sink your teeth in? Yeah, see, I grew up in a family where they were really, you know, versed into this kind of anime stuff and. You know, my older cousins, who are, like, quite older than me, they used to watch Dragon Ball, and they used to watch, like, Sailor Moon. My sib- my sister used to watch Sailor Moon in the house. We were, like, little kids. And I really liked to draw, you know, so I would, like, draw these characters because they look really cool, like, really flashy, colorful. All kids like that, right? So Yeah, for sure. yeah. Dragon Ball I, Z I always, characters are the best to draw too. <laughs> they are exactly. They're just so like very. They're so easy to draw because it's just lines after lines after lines. Like, mm-hmm. and I think oh, as a kid, like, like as, as a kid, like you, 
think about a you know an american kid a kid grew that grew up in a western culture right that they've been watching cartoons since they could sit in front of a tv and then you know they've uh they've only seen cartoons a certain way and then anime comes into their life and uh, you i know you all the way you just talked about your first ones i imagine you all have the same feeling i and ethan did like i have never seen anything like this there's <laughs> this aesthetic i mean what when you go from tom and jerry to uh, <laughs> uh tom and, and jerry like, let's go there Super Saiyan and <laughs> spirit bombs i mean it's a very drastic difference that's very fair. explosive yeah. isn't it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, something I want to bring up that Kappa said that was really poignant. The way that your your brother came to you and and pitched you, DBZ. Mm, yeah, I want to go from the I want to go from the top of the list at Cassie. But one of the questions we love to ask people because one of the podcast goals of ours is to help new fans get deeper into the medium and not uh, feel like that they're diving into something they could they couldn't handle. Make it a very nice transition. Make them feel like. This is a uh, storytelling medium that you can really love. So how would you go about selling anime to someone who is completely unfamiliar with the idea? Like, how would you get a, a, someone who is not an anime fan and make them a weeb certified? Oh, that's that's a hard question for me. Is um, it? Yeah. For me, it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing about me, though, is that I, I got hooked because... You know, I looked into Code Geass, so I think the best way would actually be find an anime that suits that person's genre specifically. So mm, if they, yeah. you know, if you know they like, you know, maybe a show, and they like a lot of like romance, suggest them something like, you know, Snow White with the red or yeah, Snow White with the red hair. You know, that that would be a good one. And then just kind of show them a little bit of it, you know, and then just talk about it with them and stuff like that. If they don't like it, you know, maybe show them another one. And That's it a really good point. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think using genre, because there's something we like to talk on the show is medium and genre are different, right? Anime is a storytelling medium, but anime itself isn't a genre. There are horror animes, there are action animes, and slice of lives. And mm-hmm. one good example lately is they're uh trying to I'm trying to get one of my sisters in the anime, and you know, she's very much not of this, you know, community. But I told her about that fashion anime that came out recently. I think it was Runway Dress or something that was called that, something similar. She started watching it because she's super into fashion. And I was shooketh to my core <laughs> that she would ever even just consider. Like, uh, yeah. Just so, like, I mean, just like how like um, medical students would watch that anime about the red blood cell, the white cell blood work. cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cell work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be season two. Yeah. I'm in med school, and most of the students would talk about it. I was surprised. Dude, that's right? a that's a quite the segue. You got to get them on all their awesome all sorts of shit now. Like, well, if you like this, this doesn't have anything to do with medical school. But <laughs> you already watched one, buddy. You're Guess hooked. what? You're watch. You're hooked, and you can't deny your hookness. It's happening. Exactly. But uh, well, yeah, that's that's interesting that you say that because. I'm an engineer and Ricky's also into science stuff, computer science, and we loved Dr. Stone. Oh, oh yeah. Dr. Stone. Stone's a good one. It is. Oh, it's getting, you know, it's getting the next season, bro. Of course. Like, Wars, I, I want all the seasons, all of the seasons. All of them. That like, was how do you make from last year? Actually, they made science so engaging and I, I, I learned stuff for sure. And I think there is a 
weird uh not weird i actually think it's like a now like a kind of a meta trend in anime right now where you know using education as a backdrop for engaging storytelling there is how heavy are the dumbbells you lift teaching you about physical science there's dr stone teaching you about uh chemistry and physics and cells at work teaching you about biology but only in a way that anime can right (laughs) making things uh a a little more anime-esque to convey this information but uh i mean do you think think that could be an avenue though for like teaching the next generation because i think you know there's all those shitty like educational videos they showed you in high school and you know middle school and stuff (laughs) like that Imagine if it was just like a legitimately decent anime and they're like teaching you about life. That's a good way. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine them wheeling in that old school uh, <laughs> CRT TV sitting on like a wheelie a wheelie <laughs> cart with a VCR and they pop in Dr. Stone to teach you about <laughs> yeah. electricity. That's what 2040 is going to look like, everybody. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. They're going to make you watch a season of Dr. Stone in science class, and I'm excited for it. I'm so down. <laughs> I'm so down for that. But Cap, I want to hear from you too. Like, what, If you were presented with the opportunity to uh, talk to somebody, hey, I'm not an anime fan. Why should I watch this? Well, how would you go about it? How would you make them engaged in this medium? I would just tell them what they mostly like to watch. And exactly what Cass said, you're going to get someone that likes a certain type of genre and they mostly like watching that type of genre, maybe including TV shows or anything like that. They'll probably give it a chance if it's the type of genre they like in anime. So like you said before, you, uh, sci- for science, people like Dr. Stone because it gives out so many elements and different uh, types of uh, different types of things as well that science is involved in to make medicine or any other type of thing. As well as mm-hmm. people that like to, how would I say, that go on the internet and put memes out. Most of the memes are basically portrayed by anime, like the Naruto run. Most people that don't know what Naruto <laughs> is, the Naruto <laughs> run. So maybe, maybe if, you're, if you see one of those people you know, out there, or if you have one of those friends that don't watch anime and they're doing like a Naruto run, you can explain to them, hey, I see that you're doing the famous Naruto run. Do you mind if I give you a second, a second to uh, look at this anime and you can show them Naruto and they'll probably get hooked up on it. Like memes do also bring people together as well as as in people that don't know anime can get hooked on it just because of the memes that are out there. The funny moments There's also funny yeah. like anime. It can bring people together. Yeah, I mean, Not there's too. so many memes I've seen that I haven't seen the show. And then I finally see them. I'm like, oh, shit. Exactly. <laughs> wow, I there it is. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's Jojo is from. Yeah, Jojo, Jojo is the prime, oh, prime example of that. One. So many people that are in the anime that I know of have yet to see Jojo, and I'm jealous, that, again, that they have that first time, but they could probably pick out the hard beats of like <laughs> the early seasons just from the sheer volume of memes they've been exposed to. It's literally a meme, though. Like You cannot deny Jojo is a meme. <laughs> it's yeah. literally cal- <laughs> yeah do you think that was calculated do you think it no. was like no uh, interesting well, well being calculated as in how they they did it just for on purpose to make it a meme well uh, something something about the way that they took the manga to anime was truthful but there's uh, it feels like there's an intention oh. there oh, yeah. behind totally making yeah. it viral yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i totally agree it feels like it was viral from day one, right? Well, maybe not day one. From season two onward, 
because season one was fifth of the north uh, fifth of the north star and everyone <laughs> <True. That's, laughs> yeah but um it, it just felt from season two onward they knew they had something that was that was uh, born to be viral so i always love people are like oh this is so this this whole thing is i mean i'm like they knew what they were doing <laughs> i mean i think so but also like iraqi is just like such a quirky dude <laughs> rocky's a god honestly true true guy <laughs> i mean but just like you know think about all the different seasons like how does that come out of one person's brain and like connecting all these weird storylines these cool powers that he forgets about every like 15 episodes like like unreal <laughs> like honestly i don't know how he does it either like i'm so conf- like making everyone stand almost related to rock bands is insane as well like star platinum or it's a song or a rock band or any it relates to uh those types of things you know yeah i feel like it's like an ode to everything he likes and he just makes it into a cohesive show somehow exactly mashes it up all together oh it's great oh but i mean okay so we talked about our your the anime that got you started and it's clear again we have made it expressively clear that we are all very feverish about the anime medium and the community as a whole I'm going to start with Misuki on this one. What is an anime you've seen lately that you feel is underrated and people aren't giving it the love it deserves? If you could pitch to our students something you feel like that doesn't get the love it deserves, but they should go watch because it's an absolute banger, what would you pick? Something I'd recommend to uh, people right now. Like if I just, let's say I went to the anime chat. Are you asking what I would recommend to people like out of the blue? Yeah, like something that you think has been underrated. Doesn't underrated. have to be recent. Yeah, something it didn't get the love it deserved. Oh, uh, there's an anime called Grand Blue. It's uh, like it's hilarious. It's a comed- comedy anime, and okay, it's it's just the punchlines are it. Like it's it. <laughs> this is it. They, like anybody could laugh at it, especially people like right now in this day and age like the jokes that are said and all the punchlines that occur i think anybody could get a laugh out of it you know well okay yeah Uh, give us a give us a little synopsis you know three sentences well how yeah what's it about so one of the main reasons why anybody could you know especially in anime communities can get a laugh out of it is because it's about this guy who's from high school and majority you know, it's a transition um, of this guy going from high school to a college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a whole exaggeration of this guy's, um, you know, life in, in in college. And that's why it, it can be very relatable. And, you know, it, it can really take, uh, get a laugh out of you because you can relate to it, you know? So you know that's one of one of the those shows which were really underrated. I reckon people should check it out. You know. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah. I, I, we can all use a little little lighthearted comedy in these times in this isolation situation. Oh, you'd be surprised. It's not lighthearted at all. <laughs> oh, interesting <laughs> pivot. All right, so it, it's got comedy, but it's also it, it's not afraid to get real with you. Yeah, you can like end up laughing for days. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Okay. Students, you heard it here first. Get yourself some Grand Blue in your life. Um, yeah, I've yeah. actually never watched it either, so I'm definitely going to check it out. Ethan, put it on the list. We got to do it. It's on the list. 
It's on the list. All right. Kappa. What is an anime that you love that didn't get the love? I feel like Takeguri was probably the anime that I feel like didn't get. It was hyped up, but then it stopped. I love Takeguri. Takeguri is honestly a good anime. It's not bad. You know, it's a great anime. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I watched this Kaiji. Yes. Yes. So Kaiji is essentially just like older version and only dudes, not girls. Um, But Kakeguri, I think, actually refined what Kaiji had, which, you know, Kaiji is looked at as like one of the originals to that like kind of compulsive gambler type subgenre. But uh, Kakeguri just like absolutely knocked it out of the park. I totally agree with you on that. And uh, I agree. After season one, there was like zero hype for season two, but I thought it was just as good. Exactly. Watching all these new characters be introduced. Just watching Kakeguri, just watching any type of gambling happen and just thinking to yourself, I would honestly pause it. And then I would think, how do you how would I handle this situation if I was in the main character's shoes? How would I turn the tables on the situation if I was basically almost about to lose? Like it's just interesting to see this happen and then your mind just for the IQ to just expand, just knowing that that <laughs> was a move from the start. Like they had just it all gal- out. Galaxy brains for days is what I'm exactly. hearing. Exactly. All right. See, I watched season one and I really enjoyed it, but I, I did go check out some forums and I did notice in the community there was a lot of weirdly mixed reviews, and I couldn't really see why, but I think what you said is completely correct. It fell off the face of the planet after after season one. Exactly. That's what yes. I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Then that, that's, a good, that's a good one, because uh, in this isolation situation, we need something to binge, and this has not one, but two seasons ready at your fingertips. So I'm into that. Kappa, um, have you watched One Outs? No, I actually haven't. I've been recommended it so many times that I'm actually going to watch. Start it soon. All right, so I am now recommending you that as well, and it's uh, out there for everyone to hear. It is on the podcast forever. Uh, what do you mean, dude? You've been saying <laughs> weeks and weeks. This isn't fresh. Yeah, I know, but you know, I'm talking to Kappa. I think for so, Kappa, it is. I get it. It is basically <laughs> Kaiji baseball. So if you enjoyed Kaiji, you enjoyed mm-hmm. Kakaguri, you're going to love this show. Oh, all right. Thank you. I put it yeah. down. And actually, watch it. I've given it the uh, the prerequisite three, um, and uh, the amount of like mental games of a pitcher who is just ungodly at a skill is it, it's it captures that vibe so so concretely, and it's it's such a good time so far. So uh, after I finish the ones I'm watching right now, I'm gonna finish one out for sure. So Casey, yes, yeah, so, so Cassie, you're okay. up now, yeah. What's the really one that didn't get the love? I can't really think of any, honestly. But, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Is Log Horizon that big? I don't know. No, Pretty okay. <laughs> I, I like, But I like that you brought it up. Because I, while it is big, I still don't think it gets the love that it deserves. It really doesn't. Because, like, for me, it's, you know, it's SAO and Log Horizon people compare a lot. Because they're both MMORPG sort of styles. But for me, SAO, you know, is, of course, the bigger one. And that's, you know, for you know, that's more of a, it's hints more at specifically Kirito. I'm not sure about the n- newer seasons, so correct me if I'm wrong. No, but you're right. For Log Horizon, though, it's more of a team effort, primarily. You know, there's a lead, you know, leadership. Yeah. 
And it actually feels more like an MMORPG would feel like in the anime. That's the way I look at that. I like that you said that because I think the one thing that Log Horizon often gets overlooked for is it's one of the few isekais that is willing to dive into the nitty gritty of what it's like to be inside of an actual MMORPG, right? Yeah. It, 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 like that whole scene where they finally figured out how to cook and build things. No one oh, yeah. knew how to do that until someone finally figured out you have to go to the menu and select these specific options. They actually go into the logistics of how to be inside of an RPG. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying. <laughs> you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's not for everybody. I recognize that. It's kind of a yeah. niche isekai, but for those of people who are looking for something that goes into the, uh, I don't know, how do I, how do I live inside of an RPG? in terms of my day-to-day, that show does it brilliantly. Um, but I can understand why I didn't get the hype it did, just because it's not for all folk. It's not a very broad appeal. But for the people it's speaking to, it, it hits the mark. It hits the mark it, real well. So that's great world-building. I mean, that's the one thing I loved about Log Horizon. Um, there was one scene, but I can't say it because it's a spoiler. Never mind. Uh, I don't want to mention that. It, it has to do with like um, that one uh, NPC. I know exactly. Yeah, what you know. Yeah, I know. Was, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. man, but you no, you can't say that though. Just I can't, can't. say it. It's, it's too much. But of a for <laughs> any so, any student, yeah, any student out there looking to watch a pretty good isekai that gets into the uh, nitty gritties, go watch Lock Horizon. You will not. This getting a season two, so. Hmm. I'm ready for it. I, I think so what, like Log Horizon and shows sort of like that have going against it is just how old they are. Right. If they didn't get hype and they weren't like instantly labeled as some kind of iconic show, I think they really struggle to capture like uh, modern day anime fans or people even new to the space. Right. I, I, I'm yeah. finding it hard to get people to go back and watch the classics um, just from like an animation and art style standpoint. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say something that Asalan actually said. The, the reason it's getting a season three, its creator was technically arrested he was house arrested and he had to pay a big fine for tax so wait 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 what <laughs> you didn't you know, no one heard about that the uh, creator of log horizon um he was placed under house arrest and had to pay a huge fine because he tax evaded so that's what? the reason season three came so late <laughs> and that's the tea sis my god i have no idea that's amazing yeah. I loved Lock Horizon, so I looked into it a little bit for a season three because that was a huge cliffhanger in real life. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, also, really. also, also in real life, it's sort of like Hunter Hunter, right? He just keeps going on hiatuses. I mean, yeah, we know he's ill, but you never know when he's coming back. I don't think this dude's ill. I think this dude just didn't like taxes. Well, yeah, this is a different situation. <laughs> I appreciate the man for his uh, vigor and his initiative to not pay his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> why not so right? al- along the lines of the, the log horizon uh we were recently on a um a panel or two for this anime convention that was done you know separate remote because of you know covid and all that stuff and uh i basically was talking to this panel about evangelion and absolutely nobody on the panel had seen it i what? i'm i'm trying to figure out if y'all have seen it i plan on watching that real soon Really soon. Yo, Coppa, you seen Evangelion? I've I've heard about it. It it looks really interesting. It, it piqued my eye. 
But Y'all, thing, iconic. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan iconic. you have to understand. Do you see now? Do you see? <laughs> well, so th- this is actually the exact point I'm trying to make is I think yeah. uh, that's sort of the thing that Log Horizon struggles with. I think it is iconic. It's like one of the you know godfathers of Isekai, but it's that older show, right? And I think Evangelion suffers from the same thing. Um, you know, maybe if you're 28, 29, you know, you know about Evangelion and everyone was raving about it for years. But, uh, you know, anyone out there who hasn't seen it, you need it's like required watching just at least, Yo. you know, get some uh, info. Sorry to interrupt, but Evangelion is really popular still. Until now, I see several, you know, people coming in to the anime chat, you know, talking about it. They can get pretty toxic about it as well, you know. Oh, totally. And we also have a, <laughs> we also have a, a mecha squad, you know, and and they still, you know, they still bring up these mecha anime, um, and they, you know, like it's 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 not, it's still very popular. It is. Know? It just surprised. surprises me how many people that you see that are like huge anime fans that haven't seen it. And now they're <laughs> on Netflix. I mean, y'all don't have any excuse, man. Get up there and watch. Uh oh, uh oh. It's mostly the newer uh, fans. Yeah, you're you're true. That's right. That is true. But the one thing uh, that's a good segue to one thing I've I was kind of hoping to bring up is you know Evangelion. While I personally think it is you know incredibly influential for the anime space from its conception onward. I think people get kind of caught up in the rose tinted glasses of nostalgia. And I wanted to ask y'all and maybe I'll start with, I don't know, let's say Cassie. Um, what do you think is an anime that everyone decides is amazing and the community almost unanimously thinks is great, but you think isn't as good as everyone says? What do you think it's overhyped? What has right, been... I'll- Hot takes, hot takes. That's what we're doing yeah, right now. With it. I won't, I won't start a war just yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Sao, but I have not seen the latest season, so I won't say Sao. Um, okay, that's fair. So, what anime has, does everyone think is hot stuff? Um, honestly, it's really just, uh, yeah, it's just Sao, pretty much. I mean, no, uh, I get what you. Yeah, go, go, go with it. Go with it. It's because at the very beginning of SAO, you know, mm. it didn't flow to me that well. Because this, you know, in every anime, like um, Lock Horizon, they slowly figure out things. In SAO, he just kind of built up real fast. He didn't have any sort of, like, training scenes. He barely had any of that. It was just mainly he just hopped around, you know, getting really strong real fast. But right. for Lock Horizon... You know, they slowly do it. You know, they edge their way to show what happens because they already were powerful. Mm-hmm. And then I hear what you're saying. slowly but surely, you know, they edge their way to figuring out new things about the world and how it changes over time. Yeah, I, I think That's what it suffered from. I think what it suffered from is that uh, I said recently on one of our episodes that I do think it is required reading for any anime fan because of how influential it was for the isekai space. It basically created the modern genre of isekai just because at the time it felt really fresh and relatable with a lot of people. I mean, it had a video game uh, aspect to it and people could relate to that uh, kind of situation for these people. And 
I don't know. It, it, it felt fresh, but then everyone started to dogpile on that concept. And then that's why the Isekai space felt so bloated for this longest time until mm-hmm. things like Shield Hero and Slime came out and kind of freshened up the genre. So I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It had too fast of a flow. Like, Isekai can be done, but I like it slowly developing. Not like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he instantly gains, you know, this power or something like that. Like, slow slow and steady is how I like Isekai. I felt the, I the pacing of Shield Hero was pretty solid in that regard. I mean, yeah, he was pretty sure. much complete dog shit until halfway through the season. Yeah, but like they like instantly gave him that shield that you guys know what I'm talking about, and like oh yeah, the cur- <laughs> the curse shield, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like it was just too fast. I believe I feel like it could have been a slow development to it. Only only thing that I didn't like about it really, everything else was pretty nice. Okay, fair enough. I, I I'll throw my hat in the ring here. Something I've been thinking of lately, but I've I've picked it up and then I stopped it and then I picked it up for a long time and stopped it again. But I think Fairy Tale gets way too much hype for what it is. I, I too respect much it hype. Sh- you said, yeah, yes, I do. Uh, it, I think it. Uh, I don't care. I mean, it's <laughs> that's the thing. I think it is a proper shonen, but I think it. Uh, it it bites a little too hard into the shonen tropes and it leans on them a little too hard. The power of friendship bullshit that you see um, in some animes that they do a little bit too much. The fairy tale leans a little too far into that. And I don't think it is as, I don't know. It, it doesn't, I don't think it deserves the hype it has or has had in the past, but uh, again, everyone in the chat seems to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. All right. It's not bad, but it definitely gets way more hype than I believe it should. Um, Here's what I'll say. I, I'll say, first of all, the, the magic and stuff is pretty cool, but you really care about everyone in fairy, like in the actual guild. Like if you yeah. watch the whole thing, like I think they did a really good job of getting you to actually care about all the characters inside of fairy tale. But I th- think you can agree impressive. with me when I say, when I say, I think Black Clover did that even better. Yeah, but I there's can, like significantly less people in the Black Clover. Um, but it, but isn't that kind of the point, right? Is that isn't uh, Black Clover didn't bloat their main cast, the ones they worked on? There's something about so many characters in Fairy Tale that I can't really give a shit about anyone I mean, too much. I don't know. Sorry for hopping in, but like, oh, hit it, yeah, go for uh, it. Sh- sure, like, um, they they went in on on the characters but the plot is what turned me off like i went and i watched the first episode and the plot was so random <laughs> like they were on a i don't want to spoil it for whoever didn't watch it but you can spoil it really. i don't know where <laughs> you could spoil it if you want to fairy tale has episode. had its time yeah <laughs> okay it's like time. they were on like okay he met lucy in the first episode right yeah right. and then they ended up on a ship Wait, what? <laughs> See, yeah. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> that was so many years ago. I literally don't even like recall that situation at all. I do because I've tried to start. I've tried to restart Fairy Tale like four times, and it's. <laughs> I've seen that first episode like four or five times. All right, how far have it. you gotten though? Like, here's the thing. I think most people that shit talk it bullshit. There's like 300 episodes. <laughs> I, I've got yeah, like 140, 150. I've gotten that far. No way you'd I, stop after 140. Come on. Absolutely, I have. Because around that time, I don't know, I picked up a podcast or two, aka started one with you. 
and I had yeah, to watch yeah, other true. things. Um, we actually but, yeah, have a but, friend. Wait, we have a friend who watched yeah. all of Naruto and then told oh. us that he hated it. <laughs> he watched all of the OG Naruto. I and hate it. What? After he's like, dude, this sucked. I'm like, you spent, you sank so many hours. You spent, you sank maybe 150 hours into the OG yeah. series, and then <laughs> only then did you tell us, yeah, it wasn't that great. Are you kidding? Me? Are you oh, kidding man. me? That's I why mean, I can't agree with you, man. You watch 150 episodes. Come on. Well, you oh, can't have an opinion if you don't watch it all. You know. Yeah, exactly. True. I have half an opinion, and I half hate it. How's that? How's that one for you? That actually, totally, that's fine with me. Okay, but uh, Mitsuki, um, you know, you gave your thoughts on Fairy Tale, but do you have an anime that you feel like it's overhyped? You watched it, everyone loves it, and you're like, mm, not for me. Mm, actually, no, not really. Besides Fairy Tale. <laughs> oh wow. my, my boy! Right. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I, I could I could probably name a couple others. I think there's a lot of Gundams that I feel are a little overhyped, but that is not because they aren't quality. That's just mech isn't my thing, particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I understand why it's so celebrated, and I mean, it, it's it's so ingrained in the anime community that you can't deny its presence and its influence on mechs in Japanese narratives are just so prevalent. I mean. They've been doing mech and giant kaiju movies since the 50s. You can't deny that that's part of the culture. So it's just not my thing. I don't know. Black Clover as well. I don't know if it's a popular opinion, but yes, it's I could not get it's like a mash of like um, really popular shonen characters, like main protagonists, like and it's all mixed up. And that's what. They all had a kid named um, Asta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's an extremely common um, early series opinion to have. If if you haven't yeah. watched past like 40, I know that's like an insane number to say, oh, get past 40 episodes and you'll <laughs> love it. But it is true. Everyone that I know that was like on the fence that got past like 40, they all ended up loving it. So that's like the the one little uh, light at the end of the tunnel I can give you. Um, that's fair. Yeah, that's the thing to learn from, guys. Everyone in this chat, um, check it out more than you know. Don't don't assume straight away. Check it out and give it some time, and then come up with a something reasonable. Well, because it's it's a long running shonen, right? They they yeah. put out an episode every single week, so. <laughs> they have a lot more time where they have to build the world. They have to build the characters. They have to do all these things to even give you an idea of what's going on. And in those types of shows, you know, 40 episodes isn't a lot in terms of how long it's going to go. Right. It just feels like a lot at the time. That's a good it's kind of like a, you know, compressing time space for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, and Kappa, you're not out of the woods yet, my man. No, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, Something that's a little overhyped. People, uh, I, I don't know how many people are going to hate me for this one, but it's I got to okay. say that Fire Force is overhyped. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that was mine. I Interesting. Mine. Uh, I can I, honestly, I can honestly okay. tell you that the, the it was good. It's it's good. The, like The startup, the buildup is so good. But one character just ruined it all for me. <laughs> one, character. one character ruined all, it all. I know, I know, know what you're saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Tomiki yeah. or whatever. Yeah. She, yeah, the cat <laughs> tapioca. Yeah, exactly. She just brings yeah. all this unnecessary stuff into the show yeah. and it just forced kills my service. vibe. Yeah. Forced fan service. And it just doesn't feel, doesn't feel right. You know, I was waiting for a badass kicking fire force anime with guns and everything, you know, ending fire uh, demons or anything they are. But I don't know, with her in it, I feel like it's forced upon the viewer to watch it. And it just like it just sways my it sways my interest away from it. Just the because it would have been okay. It would have been okay yeah. if they did not force fan service. Yeah, it, it would have been okay. No. But like I don't know, her presence there just I, I don't like <laughs> what you just what you just said was so right. I, I mean it I honestly think that there is a real character to be developed there. And that's actually why I'm gonna watch season two, because I hope that they will not continue to slot her into that because listen i'm cool with a little fan service i think it is a way to pull people into a show sometime and i I get merch get it (laughs) yeah and sell some sell some damn merch get some figs out there get some figurines i get it but they when you basically neuter a character's development for the sake of fan service that's when it's a problem yeah that's when it loses your interest because it's gonna you know what's gonna happen already and it's right, just going to be right. like, oh, I don't want to see this constantly, you know? Yeah. In the middle of a life or death fight, they pull out the fan service card. And it's yeah, like exactly. <laughs> exactly. It just, it just doesn't look cool. But in like... Oh, like the in the tunnels? <laughs> that yeah, was so bad. Yeah, that was so bad. But like, God. Well, for instance, like Dragon Ball Z does not do that whatsoever. That's why it's like, for my opinion, I love Dragon Ball Z. That's why I'm addicted to it. I still love it. Because it doesn't do any of that. And it's fighting know, all the time. Pure battle shonen, you know. That's a pretty exactly. nice ass, bro. And I, honestly, there, there, there's a middle ground to be found. And recently, uh, one of the segments on our show that we do is called Pitcher Ditch, where Ethan and I will pitch each other a show and try our best to sell each other on it. And Ethan recently pitched me Black Lagoon, and I think that show, while I can pick out scenes and screenshots that are clearly fan service, they do it in such a tasteful and kind of like an organic way that it feels natural within the context of the show. And I think any show that's looking to employ fan service, you got to find, you know, not even creative, just natural ways uh, with the characters that would make sense that they would be kind of fan servicey. Right. Um, but fire well, force I just mean, shoehorned it. Yeah. I mean, in that specific <laughs> situation, like black lagoon is more of like a sanine adult gr- grimy, grungy feel show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. makes a lot more sense in that kind of aspect. I mean, it's literally all about like the underworld and all these crazy gangs and stuff like that. You know, a show like Fire Force, where it's literally like kids, it just it's a little weird when you start yeah. getting into that kind of you know realm. Yeah. And I just want to say, I think Blue Exorcist is a better version of Fire Force. And oh, I agree. it is, I, it I is. Agree. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. Yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say yeah. I was I'm yeah. gonna pick the exact same one as you and say Fire Force is overrated. I think it is a solid, competent show, and visually it's beautiful and cool and all the fire and stuff. But overall, it was just less interesting plot wise, except for his little brother, who is an absolute thug. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, he is a badass dude. But I, I um, we're running up on an hour. Um, I think we're, we wrap it up best we can um cassie kappa and mitsuki thank you so much for having us on thank you for letting us kind of pick your brain about what it's like to have this community and your thoughts on anime as a whole um i guess the last question i would ask is you guys moderate 
so many individuals, hundreds of thousands. What is something that you would like to say to them if you could speak to every single one of them right now? In terms of uh, behaving or what? Not, 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 not behaving. Yes, behave. Yeah. I guess, you know what? Yeah. Not necessarily <laughs> behaving, but I mean, you guys have kind of been, you know, their administrators and their moderators for so long. Um, what would you say to them? What should they no. watch right now? What should they, yeah, what should they watch right now? What well, should they go and do right now? Like, you know, or just show some love. I mean, I feel like they'd like to hear that. You know, look, everyone in Animusol, um, I truly, personally, and I'm sure everyone else in the staff team truly appreciates. They, we, we want to make sure that we keep all of you, you know, maybe some of you have had um, rough times in, in the community, but our main goal is 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 to make sure that you are feeling safe and comfortable here and so that you can find people with similar similar interests you know and um that's the main goal here is is that so everybody here is having a great time um so you know just remember that if any of you are having any problems or or whatever um you know you can contact any of us and we'll try to help you to the best of our abilities so yeah that's cool i respect that man cassie and kappa you got anything to say to your uh your massive massive community i love you guys man oh yeah i was gonna say that you guys give me energy every day to come back and moderate and have spent time with all of you. you guys are all amazing you guys strive and give me energy that i need to complete my day Everyone out here is just so kind and wonderful. Everyone here recommends me stuff to watch as well. And everyone always has like amazing compliments as well. No one feel like no one feels left out. And we always try to immerse with every new member that comes into the server. So they feel welcome as well. Like I was always try, always try to welcome new members because, you know, everyone should be loved and everyone should be cared about anyone that's having problems. You can message anyone as like Mitsuki said having problems with anything you can always message us on the staff team we can try the, to the best of our ability to handle it damn yep damn. fire <laughs> what, what do you fire. oh yeah bars like what do you got like that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing thank you um all right yeah what you got man like all right cool it's my turn well <laughs> yeah you know, I know. Uh, hard act to follow yeah, right. <laughs> it really is hard to follow. Um, honestly, same thing as Kappa to be honest. But even though you guys bully me, I do appreciate all of you. <laughs> and when I say bully, I mean bully all of you. Um, except for the new members. Welcome to Anime Store, new members. Um, uh, yeah, there's one person in chat I specifically see that uh, pinpoints that. But anyways. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, if you guys really need any of us, like you know where to go for staff. My role, Mitsuki's up top. I don't know if Kappa, Kappa's not up top anymore, but you can find Kappa uh, somewhere in the chat usually. And um, honestly, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for making Anima so what it is. And, you know, <laughs> you're welcome, Moo. Yeah, yeah, you can always find me in the chat as well. You know, I'm always yeah. there. Always hanging sometimes. around the server 24-7. Nah, yeah, not but we're always here for <laughs> yes. You know, just hit us up anytime you need. Exactly. And welcome to Anime So. And thank you for making it what it is. Thank you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, 
I guess that's it, guys. You got anything else to plug? Like anything you want to? Yeah. Um, I want to thank you guys, you know, for for you know doing this, you know, with us because it really it's it's a really nice thing to do because we have a lot of anime fans here who who like to listen, um, discuss anime, and it was a pleasure having you guys here, you know, to to you know discuss about anime soul and about anime in general. So yeah, oh, yeah. it was. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. We really appreciate you guys uh, coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having us. Is and you guys have your finger on the pulse of the community, like truly more than I I would say I would argue ninety five percent of the entire community at large. So, um, it's great to kind of pick your brain and and see what's going on. So, uh, thank you for uh, having us on Anime Soul. This has been Anime Soul and Weebology. Thank you, students, for coming to class for this special lecture. So. Oh, oh no! Let's talk about, we got to talk about the giveaway, man. The giveaway. Oh, we're gonna talk yeah. about that. Oh hell we yeah! Have to. We have to talk mention about it. the giveaway. So Ethan, I've I apologize. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hit it off, Ethan. What do we got? What are we so, trying to give away? What are we doing? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna give away three prizes. Um, there's going to be a one month of Crunchyroll, a mm-hmm. three month of Crunchyroll, and then a oh year of Crunchyroll for free. Ooh. Oh, yes. And yeah, so the way to get in on that action is when this episode airs, we will be having an Instagram post on the day that it drops and come all over to our Instagram at webology.podcast and comment on your favorite anime right now, the title of your favorite anime. And say that you came from Anime Soul. So we know to put you into the poll. We'll have a random number generator to pick those three individuals at random. And we will DM you if you are one of the lucky three to be chosen. And we'll make sure to get that code to you for that sweet ad-free anime goodness from Crunchyroll. So, uh, yeah, be looking out for that. Yeah, guys, when you... um... When you do post it, just send me all the information that needs to be posted, and I'll put it in in the event channel and, and announce it as well. Yeah, can do, can do. Sounds I good. Appreciate it. Yeah. Can I can I close can I close this out yeah, now? Feel free. <laughs> okay, okay. Now that I have permission, okay. Yeah. Thank you all for coming to class, students, for this special lecture. Like I was trying to do before, but jumped the gun so <laughs> so auspiciously. I'm Ricky, and I'm Ethan. And this has been Weebology with Anime Soul. Deuces! <laughs> and oh my gosh, that what an interview that was. Yeah, for so, sure. So fun. I mean, those are always scary, right? Because, you know, when you just see like a Discord um, avatar or whatever, you, don't, you have no clue what's going to happen. But I was so happy that we had three great members of this community talking with us. And then yeah, the boy, the boy Mini helping us record it too. Absolutely, and you know Mitsuki, Kasi, and Kappa—they're like, like surprisingly fluid on mic. I mean, you know, we have a lot of podcasters on, and they kind of put their content out there and just are natural on a, a mic audio situation. But they were just clean. The interview like bounced really nice. It had a great flow. Um, but how about that chat as we were doing it? Oh my gosh, man. It was so wild. There's just so many people uh, coming in and out, you know, listening live, which yes, it's pretty cool. I never even like thought about something like that, but that's pretty I, wild. It never crossed my mind that that would happen when we set this up. And then <laughs> as you're sitting there saying words, you're literally seeing a light speed 
discord just people popping off and everything you say just starts getting mini memed and kind of uh, responded to in real time so that was a really kind of magical experience i was awestruck just by the sheer crowd of it all and I, I, it was really really fun yeah and just like it just goes to show how active and like inclusive this community is especially uh i don't know if you were reading the chat at this point but in the beginning you had started you guys had said we're gonna do it in five minutes and then um oh i didn't read at the beginning (laughs) no no no. you said we're gonna do it in five minutes and then uh so i walked away and then you literally started like a minute later and so you did did, like your whole intro and then it was just like dead silence and everyone's like uh awkward and i'm like i know well no no what i sorry what happened was i i heard i think kappa get up and leave you silently left i assumed you were just still there you said five minutes <laughs> i i didn't know it's not a hard it was a soft five it was a really yeah, soft you could have asked people you know i could have i could have and that's completely <laughs> on me but it was um, hilarious because i was just reading the chat and they're like <laughs> wow awkward i was like oh god we'll cut it we'll make it in post they'll listen to it and like it oh no hilarious. one ever knew that happened um well, but now yeah, are. You, <laughs> now like, yeah hey we're all about transparency in the lab never For forget sure. that um no no though you know so we mentioned the beginning the the giveaway that you guys just heard about to kind of reiterate um we're gonna have that instagram post pop on uh the monday that this comes out and as you heard to enter into that you go on our instagram and leave a comment leave a like we'd like that too but leave a comment and on your favorite anime 20 maybe something you've seen right recently but if we see that you give an anime title we'll rng and you will be up to win either a one a three or a 12 month subscription to crunchyroll premium get that ad free anime goodness definitely and uh make sure to follow us on uh, instagram as well yes <laughs> at webology.podcast we got memes on memes on news and now giveaways what <laughs> what but hey, if you want to normally watch us with your eyes and your ears, uh, go check us out on YouTube. You just look up Weebology, will pop up, like, comment, and subscribe for more video goodness. And that would uh, really be super helpful, and we'd be super thankful for that. If you want just ear content, no eye content, go ahead and go to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, or anywhere else you get your podcast fix. Uh, you know, if you want to suggest us an anime to watch, our list is ever growing. Uh, pop us a line at uh, our Instagram, webology.podcast, or our email, webologypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are trying to whittle that list down as much as possible while also doing some nice current anime stuff. Um, what else? Twitter? At yeah, webology Twitter P. at webologyp. Mm-hmm. And don't um, forget it. Don't and, you uh, forget it. So we did open our Patreon last week, and we have five amazing patrons that we wanted to shout out really quick. Yes, thank you to you guys, to Saint, your real one, the first one. Um, we have uh, <laughs> Ed, Eddie, uh, Eddie from, from Anime, Anime Compost. Compost. Great yeah. show, check him out if you haven't. Yes, we have uh, a couple Master others. Kid. Master, Master Kid, Kid, a.k.a. Manny. And then we've got... Mm-hmm. Uh, rima and uh pops (laughs) yes ethan's dad is dropping the cash his message is really funny to you i'm happy to always support you man i love you so much oh yeah also ricky too he's been there for a while like 
Well, Thanks, he dude. actually, so he called me right after that. And he's like, hey, uh, I just wanted to make sure that Ricky didn't think I didn't like his contributions no, no. to the podcast. <laughs> actually cried I was myself like, to dude, sleep when totally I saw that. Chill. Don't worry about it. But yeah, thank Good. you guys thank so much. Um, yeah, thank you very much. We got tons of dope plans and having a little extra cash to put into it is really going to help out. Cause, uh, it really you know, is. We spent a decent amount of money so far, not going to lie. <laughs> I would call it a bad amount of money. Truly a, a bad, bad amount, amount of, of money, <laughs> bad amount of cash. But uh, yeah, if you want to go into head up our Patreon, it's uh, patreon.com slash webology. Um, we have a couple tiers, one, three, five, and the biggie 25, and you get stuff that goes along with that. So if you feel so inclined, go there, check us out, become a patron and get yourself some sweet extras. For show. Yeah. And I, uh, I think that's it, dude. I think that's pretty much it, folks. But yes, until next time, I'm Ricky. And I'm Ethan. And this has been Webology. <laughs> Deuces! <laughs> I love you.